0: Hello everybody, uh, Damon here and this is part two of DLS Central and uh, we, we first episode well first part of this episode we were talking about all things NBA and um, second second part just kind of covering some other sports things. And so thank you for listening. I appreciate everybody who's listening. And so let's jump into it. So I I must say, I'm a fan of this version of the XFL. Like I was, I was watching the games and it, took it, you know, they it, it was exciting. If it, it I remember when the XFL first came out and it just felt like, like they were, tr- like they were they were doing a bad job of trying to play football, like a lot of incomplete passes, a lot of things was like, why would, you know, what, what's going on with that? That can't be good football. Um, And then the the second iteration is like, it didn't really get a chance to get off the ground <laughs> because um, of COVID. And COVID just messed that up. And, you know, Vince was just like, oh man, I got to shut it down again. And, I thought that was it. I thought the XFL was dead. But then, you know, uh, The Rock and, and Danny, they were they went ahead and, and bought the XFL. And I love the branding. And I, I love um, what the XFL stands for. Because uh, it started out as, okay, we're an alternative to the NFL. Um, but now it's about, hey, we're actually working with the NFL to provide opportunity so who so for for players who who didn't make the cut but so that they can put on a good showing put on some good tape to where now the nfl team will uh take a another look at them and bring them and bring them in for a workout to try and get them maybe on the on the uh you know on the team you know, in a training camp on a, on a practice squad what have you so it's, it's an opportunity for them to earn a spot in the NFL. I like that they're working with them. And quite frankly, the games this year were were a lot more fun to watch. I like the I like the uh the presentation and uh it's still funny looking at how like they at the end of like a touchdown or or a rough play that they'll just be up in the player's space with a <laughs> with a microphone. And I feel like the um like the The players they have to they have to know what they're talking about. Like they gotta be on their game because they'll ask them, "Hey, what did what happened on this play?" And the you know, and the player has to be able to to uh, because it is an opportunity, and it's kind of like every time you get a microphone in your face, it's like you're you're on an audition. You know, you're on an interview to show, hey, I I I am thinking from. A a uh, a football mindset here. I'm under. I'm, I'm trying to communicate the theory of the play and, and what I'm seeing out there. Uh, all that is is gonna be communicated. Like NFL scouts and, and and things and teams are watching that. It's like okay, what's this player's understanding of what's going on? And it was unique to see. Of course, it was still some. You know, they it's like man, why you got a microphone in my face now? <laughs> but um. But I I like the presentation. I I thought that uh, I feel like the XFL, this version of the XFL, has a chance to be around uh, for a while. Um, And watching the championship game, I thought DC was gonna like dominate Arlington because when I when uh, when I was watching Arlington play their games, you know, uh, throughout the season, it's like yeah, they're all right, but DC was just dominating everybody, but i think dc's problem was they thought they were gonna come in and that arlington was just gonna lay down and arlington punched them in the mouth like with two with two touchdowns and i don't think they ever recovered from that <laughs> like they were totally discombobulated and every time they tried to might to come back arlington scored again and and they, they really poked some holes into that defense and so it's like at the end it was, it was great. I was happy for for the Renegades uh for them to, you know, to win the 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 uh the XFL championship in the, in the third reboot of the of the league and I'm really rooting for my, I hope that uh that the league it survives and thrives. Um but it needs fan support. Again, it's like all things are great, but if nobody supports it then they go away um but so but and then what the the coolest thing to me about this xfl that i think is different from other from other times is the fan bases like those fans are happy to have an xfl team watching the uh (laughs) what was it It, i think we were watching i was watching uh dc uh play seattle in the uh in the, in the North division championship and they had this beer snake and you, you talking about like, <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing, but the, the, the fan involvement, like when you look at the seat, the St. Louis battle Hawks, like for St. Louis, I think them having a football team in their town, it really matters because it's like with the, with the Rams leaving St. Louis to go to LA, I think that really hurt them. Um, and so for them to to have another opportunity uh, with having a, a, a professional you know football team in their city, it means a lot to them. They galvanize around that. I feel like the St. Louis fans are the best um, of the, the XFL teams right now, uh, but we, we shall see going forward. Uh, I know Arlington; th- those fans probably, you know, going to be hyped if I go have something to say now. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was it was a great season, um, and I like the uniforms. I, I like the mindset that the players have. It's just it's it, it's a fun league to watch, and um, you know that these guys are motivated because they they have something to prove. They're all playing with a chip on their shoulder. I love what the Rock said about his story like he how he was always number 54 um you know good but not good enough um for whatever reason to go to the next level and that's hard that's hard when when you're 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 working you have worked so hard to you know to to go to the professional level to to play for nfl team and and everything that you've done um in your past like you know in in your foot like in college and in high school and you're you know you're trying to do all these things you know spending all those nights trying to work out trying to eat right trying to stay focused make the grade do all those things um stay committed you know to the team study the playbooks and all that stuff and then you get to you know you you get to the door and they and and it's like hey your journey ends here you're just not good enough to be an NFL player that's that's tough that's tough but what the XFL does, which is what I like is it gives you an opportunity to prove like no no I am good enough to be uh, to be considered for the NFL and it, it's a way in uh, to uh, the NFL and so as uh, a matter of fact there were some guys who uh from this year that that have signed, uh, you know with NFL teams uh, like the quarterback uh you know for Seattle uh, I believe his name is Denucci you know he he's able to get signed and uh you know Bryce Thompson and and and, and Jock Patrick and some of the other guys like they were able to to get signed which is cool and so it 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 shows that the partnership between the XFL and the NFL is a good one um and and if you ball hard enough if you ball out then other teams will, will take a look at you because when you look at the NFL right now, depth matters. <laughs> um even especially at the quarterback position. Um uh, because with 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 when you look at San Francisco and what they had to deal with last year, you you lose um you know jimmy g to injury and then you you have uh Trey Young out there. He gets hurt. And then, you know, you 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 go with Brock Purdy, and Purdy surprises uh, everybody, <laughs> and, and 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 looks, you know, Brady esque almost out there. Um, but then in the in the conference, like in the NFC Championship, he gets hurt um, with an arm injury. So it's you're, you 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 go to what I call uh, any given Sunday territory. In the nfl now um where you know jimmy uh, willie beeman was the third string quarterback and it's it's been like that um because of i mean these these defensive you know edge rushers these defensive linemen you know um uh these ends these d ends they're faster they're stronger um and, and and of course quarterbacks more mobile but when you're more mobile you become you. You leave the protection of your offensive line, and you get tagged. Or if your offensive line is not good and you're a pocket quarterback, you're going to get creamed <clears throat> and injured. So, um, it's you. You need that depth, and I, I think that the XFL will be a good way to to help the NFL shore that up. Um, and it, it could be a really good partnership. Now I know the XFL is going on too. I mean, not the XFL. The USFL is is going on too. I think I'm footballed out <laughs> like I got like I, I I can't do the XFL and the USFL I, I'm, I'm footballed out and and that's a funny thing to say um but it's just I I can only do one spring football thing and so it, it it's it's gonna be the XFL if I'm gonna pick between the USFL and XFL it's gonna be the XFL but that was great. I enjoyed watching it, and I look forward to seeing uh, how they build this out. They got to get more teams in here. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see what uh, what next season looks like. And, hey, The Rock, if you're listening, if you're hiring, hook a brother up. Oh, <laughs> I want to be a part of the XFL. I, I want to be a commentator or something. Give me, hook, hook a brother up. All right. <laughs> Now, baseball. I said I was going to look at some baseball, um, especially with the new rules that they have going on um with the with the pitch clock and all that. And I must say, like I like it. I think I think this baseball season's been pretty pretty fun uh to watch the games move a lot faster. It's like cuz guys got to keep they 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 you can't just uh just chill out at the mounds you got to you got to keep the action moving you got to throw um and i feel like we're getting a lot more a lot more action which is cool um and i, I hope that it it helps with the viewing experience for uh, for newer fans of the sport like i it's like old school fans it's like they're solidified they they like baseball but for the newer crowd um, that that kind of wants things a little faster. I, I hope that it helps them. It's like I'm part of the old school, you know. I, I I'm used to the it's like the old way was cool, but it was just slower. It's harder. I always felt like it was harder to watch baseball on TV than it was to watch it in person. I love being at a baseball game in person. It's a lot of fun. Um, the atmosphere, just being a part of the atmosphere and all that, um, is it, great. But sometimes, the, you know, depending on the matchup. It's just it's it's a hard watch on TV, um, but with the pitch clock, I it, it things move. I, I like it. Um, of course, my Indians. <laughs> well, not my Indians. I can't call them the Indians anymore. They're the Guardians. Of course, the the Guardians aren't um, aren't playing that well um, this year. Um, they're they're kind of uh, they're nineteen and twenty one. And it just there. I don't. I don't think that they have that. And while they're second in the AL, uh, in the AL Central, I just don't think that they're that they're as good as they were in previous years. And so, um, if you asked me if they were going to make the playoffs, I would probably say no. Uh, But I still still love my Guardians. uh, You know, lifetime, uh, you know, Guardians. You know, Indians fan. Um, you know because again I, I I used to watch it with my great grandmother all the time she's a person uh you know she's she's gone now um but uh granny Evie you know my uh, my great grandmother uh she used to that when I went over her house that's what she had on she was she was about you know watching the Cleveland Indians um and that was around the time when they were good too in the 90s Indians were were awesome. Um, you know, they with Albert Bell and Jim Tomey and Kenny Lofton, and, you know, uh, you know, Ramirez and, um, they had a shortstop too. Like, um, they, they had Omar Veskill and, uh, the Sandy Alomar, like they, they had a squad, <laughs> they had a squad. And it I I'm still hurt that they couldn't win it, but um they were in contention for a long time. They went to some world series a couple of times. They just couldn't win one. Um but they had they they had a really good team and um that it, it made it fun to watch. Uh, so um and and even tracking them the past couple of years, like for them to make it to the World Series again, it was, it was fun to see them uh, there and even in the playoffs just to see them make tension a lot I, it's always great when uh when the guardians are relevant um and so i'm I'm excited to to see that but yeah just been watching the games i've been, I've been enjoying um you know just how how things have played out and and seeing some of these you know like pitchers just lose it <laughs> at the it like just lose all composure at the end and it's 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 still i feel like they um I feel like they, they pulled pitchers too quick, though. Like, I think it was one game they pulled a pitcher, like, at, at uh, the fifth inning, and it wasn't like they gave up a whole lot of points. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> let, 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 that man, let that man pitch. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Um, but, yeah, it, it's it, it's a lot more enjoyable to watch with the clock because it's, like, it's, it's moving those games are moving along. Um now I don't I still don't know um if the the bigger bases have really made a um a a super impact on like the, the gameplay and, and all that. Um but I, I know that pitch clock has. So that's what I can say about that. So I, I'm gonna keep watching. Um, I, hopefully my guardians play a little better <laughs> um, looks like the giants aren't aren't uh, doing all that great um, I like the I, I feel like the Padres might do you know might might make a surge might make a push and do something I like those uniforms those uniforms are, are pretty cool um, and but I, and I feel bad for the Oakland A's fans because that ownership is trying to move the team to Vegas and um it it's a bummer because I mean it's one thing for the Raiders to 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 move because the Raiders have been in and out of Oakland um you know historically but the the A's were the constant there it is it'll be weird to not say the Oakland A's uh in a in a, in a in a while um and that, and that that's disappointing but it speaks to maybe just the the the, the city, and if, if if it's a still a viable location for uh, you know just sports in general, because uh, for the Raiders to leave for L.A. and then go to 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 uh, to Vegas, it makes me wonder if uh, if just. One, Oakland is, is just not a viable uh, sports town anymore. Um, and it also makes me wonder if, if uh, down the line we're going to see maybe another team trying to get out of California, um, which will be interesting as well. But I think it's cool to, while that's a bummer, it's cool to see Vegas you know, emerge as a major sports town. Um, you know, because I know they had the hockey, but then for them to have football and now a baseball team, like that's going to be dope. And then, of course, we we know, <laughs> we know we're know going to get a basketball team in there. We're we going to get a Vegas basketball team in there. And I think LeBron, if LeBron has anything to do with it, he's going to try to get a Vegas team there. Um, and so it's – like Vegas is is probably going to really emerge as a as a big it is, it's is already a a vacation spot and a, oh you know Vegas but it, it's going to have a, a a lot of influence in the sports world as well um and so that'll and and the, it's going to really um make Vegas probably even more wealthy than it already is so that's that, but uh, just looking forward to watching the you know the rest of the games unfold in the season. And um, every now and then, I check on the check on the, the Braves, but and it, and they're actually doing all right. They're like twenty six and fifteen, but I, I still while while I respect the Braves, the Braves has hurt, have hurt my feelings <laughs> from a Cleveland fan perspective uh, many times. So. It's it's interesting, but yeah, I you know I try to check in, but uh, that that's baseball. So I'm loving um what the WWE is doing right now. Um, I I like the 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 draft and and how that went, and I really do do believe that it actually shook things up in a good way uh, and and raw i i think raw really benefited uh well from it uh, because for a while their show was kind of blah um but with the with the 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 shift in 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 uh the roster moves i feel like triple h and uh and his staff like they're they're really. They they really got a good group of, of talent and they're utilizing them. And it's like, hey, if we're gonna have this this three hour show, let's get let's get let, let's do a lot of different things. Let's keep things moving. Let's keep a lot of action going. And so it, it felt a lot more active um the past couple of weeks than it has in a long time. And I know Raw usually is like the the flagship show, and so it's kind of like more about you know, the promos and trying to set stuff up, but they've done a really great job of, of keeping things flowing, keeping the action moving. And, uh, but I think it's because of who they drafted. I mean, you've got Imperium on there. Now you've got Braun and Ricochet. You've got a lot of, a lot of NXT talent, um, on, on here. Uh, you know, you've got the judgment day that, that hang out here. You've got, you know, Riddle and and Seth Rollins and, you, you, you've got you've got a crew that i think the ladies division there is, is 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 uh actually pretty formidable there's there's a lot to like about uh about raw right now i enjoyed this this past episode it, w- it was really good um and the the main event was was a banger and so it is it's gonna be interesting to see just how how the you know the bloodline weaves in with imperium and then weaves in with the judgment day and um i was looking at uh the the match and and it, was, it felt like sammy and and ko like it was like two against <laughs> it was like two against seven um because it's like yeah they got a they were going up against finn and and, and uh and and priest but it started out you had dom and Rhea down the ringside so it was four on two then they got they got kicked out but then uh imperium was out at ringside so it was like seven on two and you just you knew that they really didn't have a chance and uh judgment Day end up getting up to win because uh, gunther interfered uh, but it was they the odds were really stacked against them. It made me think about uh the karate kid. Uh, when when Mr. Miyagi and Daniel show up to the karate dojo and, and uh they're they're talking about what happened, and Mr. Miyagi's like, uh, you know, one on one, you know, okay, but you know, I think he said eight to one, too much, as anybody, like. <laughs> It was one of those um but oh like five to one or what however, but it made me think the same way like hey, seven to seven to two that's too much to ask anybody you know, yeah Kevin Owens is, is Mr. Fight 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 and Sammy's got a lot of heart, but you you can't beat you you, you can't stop seven people um it's just it's just too much uh, especially if if one of them is Gunther. <laughs> so, there's there's a lot of uh, stuff there, um, but uh, that was fun to watch, and, and I think they're they're really building up well to um to night at Champions, uh, which we're gonna see a new world heavyweight championship current like champion crown. I love the the new version of of that belt. Um, it's still it's still hard um, because you I miss the old the old school. Uh, you know, world heavyweight championship belt. Um, because you know, again, we came I came up in, you know, uh, old the the older school of wrestling. But I li- I I like the new design. The new de- design looks sleek. It looks honorable. It looks like like a you know like a belt that you know you fought for um you can see the probably a person with like the cl- the crimson mask but they've got the belt around their waist to, or over their shoulder and you hold it up high like hey i won this um with blood sweat and tears i fought hard to earn it and get it and if they book it the way it needs to be booked i think there is is gonna be awesome and, and they're gonna go a, a long way uh, to be able to, um, you know, to to promote that as the 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 intense the the intense title, like it to, towards a title that really does uh, mean you know a lot, and um, that and that's what that's what the wrestling you know like championships are about. It's gotta it's gotta mean something. It says something about you uh, when you when you have a belt around your waist um, that you can hoist up it, it's like it means you've earned it you know you you fought tooth and nail and you've conquered and, and you've you've earned it and so um but it's like you the the belt is is only as good or as credible as the person wielding it and so it is very important that whoever wields it um is 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 worthy of such a championship or as mr t or because or, if not uh, you know you, you go get called a paper champion like, <laughs> like clever lang called rocky uh, what you say paper champion <laughs> because it's like hey you you know you got the title but you know you you haven't really fought anybody to, to call yourself a, a real uh champion and so um that that's what's that's what's cool about that title but it looks good and it the 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 matchup at uh night of champions is going to be seth versus aj uh i'm expecting seth to win that Uh, i think that he's he it's his title i think it, it, it should be him being the um the the standard bearer for it because we know that he's gonna he's always gonna compete at a championship level and he's gonna make the title look good and that's what you really need you need that you need a guy to make the title look good um and you need and the the reason why we're we're gonna see the world heavyweight championship is because it's always been about you know fighting hard and 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 being and and being in more frequent matches you know competing for it and that's what um that i think that's what wwe needs because it's like when we look at the attitude era and we look at the ruthless aggression era that title was on the line (laughs) a lot um and so you know it is it's it's important to 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 keep that going we we want to see competition at a world heavyweight championship level. Um, you know, you're 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 fighting to be the man and and we want to see more frequency, we want to see more action with that. It is it's gonna be hard to to get a date with Roman because of his schedule um as a universal, you know, heavyweight championship, undisputed, you know, universal and WWE champion. Um but with if if we've got Seth with with the gold with the with with the, uh, the 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 big gold belt, uh, with the with the world heavyweight championship belt, it we know that we're gonna get some banger matches, uh, week in week out. Uh, we're gonna see some really good competition, which is why it's good that we're that that Raw be more action oriented, because we gotta we 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 want to see some some really high octane matches, um, for for that title. So, we need a lot of a lot of good talent. Like I want to see you know him go up against Bronson Reed. I want to see uh, you know him and and uh, Priest for the title. Uh, I want to see him in, in him in Ricochet. Uh, you know, Seamus, Finn. Uh, we we got to see Finn and 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 Seth um, in the semifinals for. But it's like we I, I want to see more of those matches it's going to be fun to watch so him versus Apollo like it's going to be it's going to be great to see uh him versus Braun like we you know we and JD McDonough McDonough is kind of interesting um it's going to be interesting to see how how he goes uh he's he's pretty intense and um but I, I want to see how he fares uh so but yeah like I have high hopes for that title. It's going to be good, but it doesn't mean that SmackDown is a slouch um, because I mean, that's where Roman is. And, and, and SmackDown has been, um, the, the, the better show, you know, for a while. And I don't think that they'll, that they'll fall off. Um, because what we want is we want, we want, um, like cohesion between the two shows and we, and both of them need to be steady. It's important that both are steady. And I think that, uh, with the way they have the rosters now, uh, the SmackDown roster is, is always like, hey, you know, you you get into the action and, and it's, you know, like like Kofi said, immediately. <laughs> and so it, it's going to be fun to, to see SmackDown as well. Um, I still think they need a TV title, um, you know, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, or both. Uh, we, we need a TV title um, because everybody doesn't qualify. For the you know the United States title, everybody didn't qualify uh, for the Intercontinental title um, or the U.S. title, um, and so um, well, it's the U.S. title, but everybody didn't qualify for those things. So if you had a TV title, it's like that's a whole that 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 allows you to do even more things, um, you know, on the show that gives you another layer of competition. Uh, for guys to be able to fight uh you know for some gold um and that that's just me uh it, it'll it'll be interesting to see if it if it comes to fruition um but that that's what it should it, it should be I, I think that we we need a a, a television title <laughs> so but but uh both shows uh, have been good and i I'm, I'm excited about the direction of the wwe and you know just looking forward to 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 what's next uh and i, I can't wait to see this pay-per-view uh it's we got roman and, and solo but challenging for the uh the the undisputed tag team championship against uh you know the holders ko and sammy and that's gonna be a, a fun matchup to watch uh you know we got brock versus cody in a fight <laughs> um that's going to be intense and I'm kind of scared for Cody because a wrestling match is one thing but a fight is a totally different thing and yeah so that that's going to be unique to watch but uh we've we got to we got a lot of a, a lot and we're probably going to get Bianca Asuka again uh, especially after Asuka tried to blind Bianca <laughs> so we we've we've got a lot to look forward to and there's going to be some more matches coming up on that card too um so but yeah if you're a WWE fan i think it's it's a good time to be one and um yeah so those are my thoughts on the WWE all right lastly i want to talk a little bit of NFL um, because again, even in the off season, there's a there's a lot um, that has went on. It's like, and there's there's finally some sagas that have ended to where now we can we can we can think about what this this uh, upcoming season is gonna look like. So it's like we got Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, and so that that was a that was a pretty tough breakup between Rodgers and, and Green Bay. Um, I never thought that he would. That he would be on a different team, but here we are, and so he he goes from the NFC to the AFC, yeah, going into the AFC East. So he'll be he'll be commanding the Jets, and those I I, I gotta say it's gonna be exciting. Like the AFC East, it's already it's already exciting, uh, but it's really gonna be exciting now because you've got you you like all the teams. Are competitive and it's going to be a fun a, a fun division to watch because Aaron Rodgers is going to be leading the Jets and they I think their team is pretty solid they got some weapons then you got you still got Miami you still got Tua and, and Tyreek and, and and the weapons that they have and then you've got New England you know Bill Belichick and and um, Mac Jones and what they got they're always going to be in the game they coach they they coach their players well. So it's going to be interesting to see how how they game plan for Rodgers uh, in in Jersey, um, you know, um, as a New York Jet, and and then you know you've got uh, Josh Allen <laughs> and the Bills and that tandem. So it's like those those matches. I mean, it's going to be brutal getting out of the AFC East. I'm saying brutal. Uh, it's going to be a fight. And You get out of there, you're going to have some scars, but you're going to be battle-tested. And I wouldn't be surprised if um, one of those teams either comes close to winning the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl because competition is going to be fierce in that division uh, unless there are injuries um, that that, that hamper things. So um, the AFC East is going to be a huge division to watch. Um, it's like, and, and just the AFC in general, um, the, the, when you look at the, the, the balance of power with Rogers going to the, to the AFC and leaving the NFC, it's like, okay, who's left in the NFC from an elite quarterback perspective and, and just it, it, and from a team strength perspective, cause it's like Brady's retired, so he's not in Tampa, um anymore yeah you got you got Jalen Hurts and Dak in in the the NFC uh East but I mean I don't think that I think there's a there's a uh like the Eagles are 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 way better than the Cowboys are um they're the the Cowboys are the Eagles best competition in that division but the, the Eagles are a step above the Cowboys. So I don't, I don't see the Eagles having uh, much difficulty getting out of the NFC East uh, because they, they're loaded and they, they, they short up their, uh, their defensive line even more. So it's, it's going to be tough to face the Eagles. <laughs> um, but then you look at other divisions, like I still like the AFC West. Um, because it, it's still it's that's still gonna be contentious because you got Jimmy G uh, you know, in, in Vegas. You got Mahomes, the defending champion chiefs, you know, they're there in KC. Uh I, I feel like Russell Wilson's gonna have a bounce back year uh in in Denver. And um there's another team in, in the AFC West as well. That I am blinking on at the moment, probably because they're not as um, high. Like you don't think about them as much. But I want to say it's the Chargers, and yes, the Chargers. Um, And and they've got Herbert, and so and Herbert, Herbert's fun to watch. Herbert will light it up. So (laughs) it's like again, and that's another division. If you get out of that division, it, it means that you you really. You, you really fought your way out you it was a scrap um, but you survived um and though those to me those are going to be the divisions to watch and uh when i when i look at the landscape in the NFC North i'm happy because it looks like the, the lions for the first time in a long time have an opportunity a, a real opportunity to be the kings of the north um it's, it's theirs to lose because I don't trust Minnesota um Green Bay I think they took a major hit they're 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 gonna be on a on a serious rebuild because I don't think that uh Jordan Love is it um and and I could be wrong but I just I just got a feeling that he he's not gonna be the guy that they need um and then the the Bears I just think the Bears are um they they're they're still struggling to find their momentum. Um, Justin Fields he has flashes of, of of greatness, but he just he can't sustain it. Um, and so with the Lions, I feel like they're the most complete team in the NFC North, and so they should be the ones to come out of that division um, with with Aaron Rodgers. You know, no longer in the NFC North and no longer in the NFC. It just got a lot easier for the Lions to make some noise and go up a peg. But just when, when we talk about the Lions, <laughs> we have to consider the fact that some the, the Lions beat themselves. They get in their own way. Um, but if, if they if, and, and that's really what it's going to boil down to how disciplined they are, um, how how they can seize the momentum that they have and and really go up a level and start winning and, and control that division. And so I, I believe they can do it. Um, and th- if, if there was ever a window, this would be the window for them to, to, to do so. Um, Cause when you think about it, there's a chance that they could, that they could compete, uh, you know, for a, um, you know for a, a championship i i would love to see them in the nfc championship um but it's like they they can't beat themselves so that that's that with the lions um but and then of course my in my browns division that that's that's a tough division too because we got we got my, my browns we got deshaun watson and, and uh and miles garrett And we just picked up another guy, (laughs) which hopefully will will help shore up that pass rush as well. But it's like Burroughs in that division. Lamar just got paid. And so now it's like, look, now they can focus on. And so because he's locked up, now they can focus on really building that offense strong. Um, And then Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's on on a major rebuild um, so I don't really expect much from Pittsburgh, but like between the Browns, the, but they're going to compete. They're good. They're going to compete. Um, so it's like we we can't just ignore the Steelers. Um, but we, I I feel like their record, like they overachieved last year, but I don't I don't think that they'll they'll have a great season this year. Uh, but they'll compete. They always compete. They always play hard. Um, regardless of the talent that they have. But it, it's going to be pretty much a, a, a three-team race between Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Um, and as much as I like my Browns, I think that it's – and I want them to win, and they can win in that division. I think it's Baltimore's to control, though, um, because – Lamar's got to prove it. Like I think Boro Burrow, um, kind of outshined Lamar in a sense to where it's like he was able to, to accomplish what Lamar hasn't yet. It's like we saw Burrow in the in the in the uh the Super Bowl, and they almost won it. <laughs> like if 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 the Bengals convert some more of those plays and seize the momentum of that game, they they they're uh they they're champions um but they just they couldn't they just couldn't take over and 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 you know and win it um and and that's why they lost It's just they they couldn't it's like they the the Rams were trying to give them that game and they wouldn't take it so the Rams were like okay we'll win <laughs> but for Lamar you got your money you know you you we we went through this big ordeal um and now it's time to prove it. Now it's time to prove it. You you got you got you got to take them past the second round of the playoffs. Um and it is is on management to to give Lamar weapons um that allow him to do that. They got OBJ. Uh so now he has a a uh, a receiver that that teams at least have to pay attention to which should open up the offense in a lot of other ways and it'll be interesting to see what other things that they do to bolster their offense um but it's it's i will say that these next 5 years the it's it's got to be the ravens that that um that dominate in that division um but i also know that my browns can can do something too uh, especially if if our pass rush holds up and we get strong because this good luck, like blocking Miles Garrett, especially if we've got support for him to where you have to worry about somebody else other than Miles Garrett. Um, and then if Deshaun Watson is able to play at a higher level um, and, and shake off the rust that he had last last season, he's going to have a full camp, he's going to have preseason. Um, you know, he's got OTAs and all that. So I, I feel like the, the Deshaun Watson we saw last year is not going to be the Deshaun Watson we see this year. Mainly because, again, he he just came, you know, from not playing football for a year and a half. <laughs> um, dealing with all the stuff that he had to deal with. So I didn't expect him to to just be excellent, you know, because it's a new team as well. New team, new climate. And you got to learn a new system. So, um, but with him having the full, you know, accompaniment of of, of OTAs, practice, preseason, uh, you know, all that stuff, he he should be a little, at least, closer to uh, to his original form, uh, if not at original form, which will make things interesting um, for for the Browns. And it'll cert- it certainly should allow us to be competitive, especially since since we we still got Nick Chubb uh, there, and hopefully we hold on to Kareem. Hunt. I like Kareem Hunt, Um, but we'll see how that goes as well. But I I like our team, um, and, and Denzel Ward. That's my guy too. Uh, I I like our team. I just we 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 really got to lock in, um, and. If we're going to take that division, we're going to have to steal it because Burrow's going to have something to say about that. The, the Bengals aren't going away. The Bengals are still solid. Um, and again, it Lamar has the most to prove out of that division. And so that that's going to be their biggest competition. If the Browns want to get to the postseason, it's going to have to be Um, because they're able to get through uh, Baltimore and and take them down. Now, with some of these other divisions, I think it's uh, like, especially in the NFC South, it's, it's, it's a weak, it's a weak division, like, but all the Souths (laughs) are weak. That's probably the weakest part of the NFL is, is the Southern teams. Um, now I know Baker's on on Tampa Bay, um, and that's that's a fresh start for him. It'll be interesting uh, to see what he does, um, but I'm, I'm not really expecting much uh, from Baker. Um, but I, I do hope that he's able to to rise up and and get stronger. Um, but if I'm if I'm looking at the South, like especially like the NFC South. I think the Saints, I think the Saints will be the, uh, you know, the best team uh, that that the, it is going to be like, that's going to be the team where people have to, to go past because they got, um, you know, they, they got the, the quarterback that just came out of, uh, of the Las Vegas uh, and I'm looking at him, <laughs> but I can't think of his name uh, at the moment um but it'll it'll come to me in a moment, but it's like because they have i think a competent quarterback uh at their disposal, then I think that that will allow them to to really control the game and they still got a lot of their weapons. I think that's another main thing as well um they they got a lot of their weapons, and so be as a result of that, i expect the Saints to be able to, you know, to come out of that division and and go ahead and win it Um, because, oh yeah, that's who it was, David Carr Uh, or no, Derek Carr. But yeah, I I like Derek Carr's game. I just think that um, the Raiders, like they, they, they had potential, but because they their players are so undisciplined um, it really kind of hurt the 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 weapons that he was able to to utilize at his disposal but in in new orleans i think he's got some pieces that he can work with and um we it should be fun to watch him there um the titans titans in the afc south i think that's gonna be uh weird if i was them i would just blow it up i don't think that they will that they're gonna be able to really win anything um i would blow it up i'll get rid i would I would trade uh, Derrick Henry because I, I just I don't see them getting into the playoffs um, and doing major damage with, with with the team that they have. So they to me they need to be in a rebuild mode. Um, not expecting much from Houston. <laughs> I don't think anybody really expects much from Houston, but they do have a couple of pieces to where if they develop them, that um it it should work out now what 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 my eye is going to be on is uh what happens in indy and what happens in jacksonville um and so i think those when when we come to like the southern nfl teams i think those those teams are probably going to be the most fun out of all the the uh, the the south teams but that's kind of like a trip around the landscape uh of the NFL. And then the last thing I want to say was, was that uh I'm not optimistic about the Giants. Um I think they got lucky. They, they, they got lucky. Like they uh they had they they played they I think they they were I won't say they got lucky but I think they, they overachieved um and they were able to to work with um to to get more out of their personnel than they probably thought they could. Um, but I just I, I think that this upcoming season NFL teams are going to be ready for them they you know the and, and the Giants will have to prove that last year wasn't you know uh, a fluke Um and I don't think teams will fall for it this time so yeah I'm not optimistic about the Giants and plus i I I don't think that they should have paid Daniel Jones, uh, what they paid for him. But um, that's just me. We'll see. I, I could I could be wrong about Daniel Jones, but I just I don't I don't think he's the guy. But they're they're locked into him now, so it's like, hey y'all y'all stuck with him. Y'all y'all got to make sure he turns out good. And then the last thing is just I don't know what's gonna happen in San Francisco, because. It's just from a quarterback perspective, it's, it's way up in the air. They have all the other they have all the other pieces, but who they put in in the driver's seat at quarterback is going to be the difference between you know it, it's going to determine how how far San Francisco goes, um, and I, I I don't want to say Purdy because I just with with the type of injury that he had. It's like, you want to make sure that that elbow's right. Like, you want to make sure it's right, I think, because that UCL injury, that just doesn't sound good. Uh, so it's like, you want to make sure that he's right. Uh, I would I would go with Lance because Lance has something to prove. Um, and with all this talk about speculation of them probably moving him, you, you need to see what he's got. And so, to me, he needs to be the starter there. Um, Purdy's third string guy, and uh, he yes, he surprised a lot of people, but I I wouldn't put him in just yet. And and then you've got Darnold back there as well. So it, it's going to be interesting to see who wins that starting job. I feel like all three of them are going to compete for it. Um, but if, if you're going to ask me, it needs to go to Lance because they need to like he he has something to prove he needs to prove that he belongs. And so that is the first episode of DLS Central. Uh you know, thanks for for tuning in to the two-parter and um look forward to talking more sports with everybody. Take care. Peace out. God bless.